This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. It didn't take me long to realize that the best thing about being a dad is that you get your own holiday. Father's Day, in which people are obligated to get you presents. Shopping for the perfect Father's Day gift can be tough, but ManCrates.com makes it really easy. ManCrates builds awesome gifts for guys. They take stuff guys love, like sports, survival gear, even machetes, and packs them into a wooden crate and ships it right to your door. Go to ManCrates.com slash stew to check out all their crates and give your dad an unforgettable gift this Father's Day. ManCrates.com slash stew Couldn't uh, couldn't make it for the uh, show. Stu, still recovering. Thought eleven would be better than three. Really? And yes. It, was it? Yes. Were you right on that? And I was right on that. Mm, it, I was right on that. Shocking. Yeah. Well, you made it for the real show. <laughs> right. That's what I figured. <laughs> you know. That's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. He Glenn. Uh, blah 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 blah. This is this mm. is where it really happens. <laughs> this is where, this is is. where the magic happens. It's where it's at, and mm. everybody knows it. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is the Pat and Stu show. Welcome to it. Uh, Congress has approved some legislation for revamped NSA surveillance. Now, I haven't looked into the uh, guts of this thing yet. Have you? We, uh, I mean, a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's the USA Freedom Act. I mean, it's, uh, you know. Well, it's named the Freedom Act. So, so it does free you. Obviously, it does obviously. free us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finally. You know, I, the, of course, you have, when you have a, uh, you know, long bill, uh, and you see the general intent of it, you might look at something and say, wow, that's not bad. And then later on, you find out what it's actually doing. Let me give you a, a totally random example. It's right. called the Patriot Act. Now, the author of the hmm. Patriot Act specifically said that it did not uh, allow for mass data collection, yet it did actually allow for mass data collection in the minds of the government. So this uh, step here... It's arguable. I mean, I think, you know, some people have a real problem with it uh, and say, hey, you know, you're codifying a couple of things that weren't supposed to be in the Patriot Act in the first place. You're actually going further. Uh, But it's definitely a step in the right direction from what's been actually happening. Uh, You're taking the um, uh, situation where the government is grabbing everybody's metadata for every single phone call and many other things that they were doing. Mm -hmm. And now you're moving that into the phone company's area. So the phone company keeps the records, and then they have to have a warrant to ask them for for those records. It seems a lot more rational. Now, I, as a person you might find to be a tad skeptical of the government on occasion, kind of believe they have 12 other programs that can do the same thing anyway, so it's not going to be that big of a deal. But is it a step in the right direction from what was actually happening? Probably yes. Well, Congress... Uh, approved it. It's on the way to the uh, sent the president's desk, and so co- uh, the House approved it by a whopping margin, wasn't it? Three hundred to three hundred and seventy to seventy-seven, or something like that. And then the Senate uh, was sixty-seven thirty-two. So it wasn't even close. No, wasn't even close. And it just shows me that a lot of people have not learned from the American people's outcry and outrage over what was going on before. So you are looking at it as a negative, would you say? I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so. You know, uh, that's that you do, uh, Ted Cruz did vote for it. 
Did he uh, really? Mike Lee did vote for it. Wow. Rand Paul did not. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I think there, there's legitimate questions because you can say, well, this uh, wasn't supposed to be done in the first place. So now you're saying they, they, these records will be kept longer and these companies have to keep them for a longer period of time. Uh, yeah. I mean, but it is yeah. at least there is at least that w they have to at least ask. I mean, my my issue with it is, look, they're going to get the information they need. So rather than reside, like live with the NSA, mm -hmm. it's going to live with Verizon. Right. And so like, OK, Pat's all of Pat's phone calls, they're already with Verizon. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, they have to. They have to records be. and billing and all of that. Of course. But you entered that arrangement willingly. Mm -hmm. And that's OK. I have no problem with Verizon knowing how I'm using Verizon. I mean, I, you yeah. know, that's totally fine with me. And I entered that agreement willingly. The issue is that I don't want all that data living at the government so they can look it up whenever right. they want. Now, right. if, if they suspect I've done something wrong, they get a warrant and they go and ask for it, at least there's that step to take where they have to actually specifically look for specific phone calls. Now, they will find a thousand ways around that. They will, uh, they will say, well, I know you and you know Jeffy and Jeffy knows 15,000 drug dealers, therefore they can look at all of my calls. Well, you know, that's, they're going to misuse it as they always do. But at least, you know, as compared to the crap heap of a situation we had, had before, mm. it's better. That does not mean that it's good. Are you saying Jeffy's cut back on the drug dealers he's, he's associating with? Oh, it was a it's hypothetical. It was only, that was a hypothetical. Oh, okay. If right. Jeffy only knew 15,000 <laughs> drug dealers is what that was supposed All to be. All right. It's only 15,000 that Verizon has. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. There's, other, right. there's other providers. Scared me for a yeah. minute there. I thought, <laughs> thought Jeffy was turning over a new leaf. Is it retirement? Wow. Are we getting to retirement? <laughs> is that what's happening? He's cut it down from 100,000 to 15,000? Uh, it's not just us that are noticing some of the congruencies here uh, between what this administration is doing and wanted to do and said they were going to do when they were running for office and bashed Bush for doing the whole mm -hmm. time and what they're doing now. And uh, so Josh Ernest was on Fox yesterday with uh, the guy who's not necessarily, everybody knows it, he, Chef Smith is not a conservative, and, and uh, he was taking Josh Ernest to task on uh, some of the similarities. How does the president and how do you, for that matter, feel about being lockstep with the Bush administration <laughs> and the leadership in the House and the Senate and the Republicans? It's pretty good. Well, Shep, what the president has supported for more than a year and a half uh, are important reforms to these programs that would put in place civil liberties protections for the American people. What civil liberties and the president protections, believes Josh? The, the president believes that the USA Freedom Act strikes the right balance, how? putting what in place the these civil liberties protections, while he at the same time answer. ensuring that our law enforcement professionals have exactly the tools that they need that they say are important That's to keep in the country safe. Why do this our chief judicial analyst, this. Judge Andrew Napolitano, says there is no difference. There's a semantics difference. The, the, the records are now being held by the phone companies, but, of course, the NSA would have computers in the air there. The NSA would have access, and the NSA would have no real court oversight. They'd be able to do exactly what they want to do whenever they want to, whether anyone is suspected of anything or not. Wow. I mean, he did take him to task. That was great. Yeah, and, and why even great. do the interview if you're Josh Ernest and you're going to answer like that? Right. If you're going to give the boilerplate, uh, yeah. you know, well, we have to get the tools, the law enforcement. Okay, you're I not, got You're it. not going to give any answers to any Which questions. Which is fine. Just don't show up. Don't, right. I mean, just don't show up. We don't expect yeah. to get any answers from you. You're in the administration. Um, you know, and, and whether I think Judge Napolitano, of course, he's right on this and that the, you can get a rubber stamp from the FISA court mm -hmm. to, to anyone you say, ah, I think this guy might be a terrorist. All right, you're in. And they I, will. That's and true. It, that will continue to happen. I mean, and I guess maybe my expectations are so low. I'm not looking at this as a positive. I think Rand Paul was the one who was right on this. Um, I do though too. I don't think it was a terrible 
horrific mistake by Ted Cruz or, or Mike Lee or anything like that. I mean, I think it is a step in the right direction from where we stood. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd rather have the purists, honestly, rather just have somebody out there saying, you know what, no. Because, uh, you know, yeah, the absence of, the, of, of these provisions completely, while I don't think necessarily positive, uh, would have been, uh, there's other ways to do it. They would have had to get warrants. It would have been a little bit harder, but the difference is negligible. So I, I would have said Rand Paul, you know, I think did the right thing here. Um, but like, what, what's the point of even coming on if you're going to, you're going to ask, you're going to go like that. And at least though, there is that level of, they have to ask, will they get approved? Yeah. But they're not going to ask for, uh, m you know, Instead of having 100% of the phone calls at their whatever they want, they have to ask for specific people. Even if they hired 1,000 people to ask for specific people all day long, they wouldn't get to everybody. So at least there's some, you know, at least we've cut back. Again, I think there's a problem because we live in a country where we have a constitution that guarantees this crap won't happen at all. So there's an issue there. Uh, but compared to how bad things are, uh, at least we've moved back towards reality, and I think that, that there's at least a slight positive to take there. I've just, I've come, I've come so far on this subject uh, from where I was in the early 2000s. Mm. Uh, Glenn has, I think you have mm. a little bit, maybe not oh. as far as we have, but but I remember, you know, liberal colors challenging me like, oh, okay, well now they're going to have access to your library records and then you're taking your freedoms away. And I, okay, give me one example, and of course it can't, no. and it kind of shuts down the argument. But you're not going to have anecdotal evidence right at your fingertips when you make those calls. And the fact is, they were right. Yep. They were right. There's not a lot. I can only think of this one, really, where I think I was wrong tell, defending the Patriot Act back in the uh, early 2000s. I mean, but we were all caught up in that fervor. We were all caught up in, you know, protect us. For we the were safety. All for the yep. safety. And, and what are we going to sacrifice? Our, uh, well, how many freedoms for our safety will we sacrifice? Yeah. A lot. And we found out over the next 10 or 15 years, way more than we ever dreamed. I mean, way more than we, we even considered. Nobody considered that well, the NSA would <laughs> store every phone call from every American. Right. To defend you a little bit here and defend all of us a little bit here. The bottom line is the guy who wrote the Patriot Act said that wasn't in there. That's true. So what do well, you do? That is true. I mean, so like, what I, do you do? I, what, I mean, but we, we all should have, have known because they right. always overreach. The they we always do. And this is what's hard. We try to have mm -hmm. honest debates. We try to talk about mm -hmm. the, the benefits of this particular thing. We say, okay, here's what the Patriot has, ha Act has in it. And here's what it would do. And we look at it, we say, okay, there's some things we're nervous about. We'll put sunsets on those, and we'll always be able to revisit them. And then what they do is take that as justification to do ten times more than anyone, even the author of the bill that was passed in the evil Bush administration, said it could do. Yeah. No one said it could do the things. They just decided to start doing it. You know, Obamacare does the same thing. Well, mm. you know, does the bill say that you can give subsidies to, uh, uh, you know, uh, country, uh, states that are on the federal exchange? No, but they just did it. Does it say that they can, uh, uh, they can give benefits to, uh, to uh, co congressional employees? No, but they just did it. Does, the, the, does our, uh, you know, immigration law say that you can just let people go and, and not uh, prosecute them because you think they're the nice people who are here illegally? No, but they just do it anyway i know and you're so, trying to get us off the hook and you know make us well, feel what are the point of these debates well, well look, the in the documentary enemy of the state back in 1998 <laughs> yes, i'm uh, glad you interrupted me for this particular point they, uh, it's crucial. they realized that we should have realized that they just do it they, they just do it and that's i think why the 
king of all arguments is smaller government because they, yes. then they can only yeah. do yeah. The th they don't have the ability to do all of these things yeah i mean we could sit here again like the usa freedom act is a good example yes i think looking at it the way it's written the way the, what is advertised that's in there is a step in the right direction from where we were but, but it's it's been proven but you know that and you're only you only said all you just said a minute ago uh because it's true <laughs> and they, they overreach in every single instance. Yeah, every time. Because you have to look at it every as, time, not as what the how it's written, or how they intended. You have to look at what they think they can possibly get away with, with the yep. way they worded it. Yep. And so why? This is the issue. You have to just say no on everything. Because every single time they do it, they go a hundred steps past the line you've put in front of them. And, you know, this is where it's I think my transition, uh, Pat, and, and you talked about how we've moved on this topic. And I think you're right. I mean, I think we, we were wrong for the, the support of the Patriot Act at that time, though it's mm -hmm. been an effective policy. I mean, it, it, did, it has I'm accomplished, sure I yeah. think, what it's, it intended to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, but because they went far too, too, too far. The issue, though, is not to sit here and say, OK, well, that. Um, bill was completely the worst idea of all time and it was unjustified it's to act to, to remember that no matter what the bill says that's not what you're passing so you have to think of well what will they do and the I, the answer i think is you just always don't trust them you mm -hmm. always don't trust them if you're going to give them one step they're going to take three thousand miles and, I, you know, I don't know how you operate in that environment. It's why you need good people. It's why, you, you know, we fight so hard for some of these people that we, you know, we think are actually good people. You need those people to be heading these things up. And it needs to happen not for one candidate or one position in the Senate or one position in the House. It needs to happen as a large-scale movement over a long period of time. It's, it, it seems overwhelming. And it shows you how important the president is because... You're not just getting uh, you're not just getting the um, chief executive of the country, but you're getting a guy who's going to appoint really important people to all these really critical positions, like the head of the NSA, uh, the head of Homeland Security, and and we've mm -hmm. got we've got crappy people in office right now over all those agencies. So as a result, we don't trust anything they say and do, yeah. and. And, you know, it might be a, a, a terrific bill, really, but none of us believe it. We well, never yeah. believe it. It's just like the comprehensive immigration reform. The, well, we're not going to. We're, we're just going to enforce the laws and we're going to secure the border. And, and, and uh, then we'll deal with the people that are here afterwards and we'll deal with them uh, in a reasonable way. Well, I don't believe you. You're, you're not going to deal with any of this reasonably. And we've already seen that over and over and over and over. So tr stop trying to shop that slop with me. I it just doesn't work. We've been burned way too many times. Shep Smith asked about uh, the legality of this thing with uh, Josh Ernest, and I'm sure he didn't answer. Why is it okay, from the perspective of, of our constitutional expert president, for the <laughs> rights of the people to be trampled in this way, according to Judge Andrew Napolitano? Well, Shep, I, obviously the administration strongly disagrees with uh, what Mr. Napolitano had to say. 
Uh, the fact of the matter is 338 Democrats and Republicans in the House of Representatives also disagree with what he has to say. Uh, they believe that by putting in place these civil liberties protections that would ensure that the federal government is no longer using these authorities to collect and hold bulk data does contribute to our privacy, while at the same time it would allow our, our national security mm -hmm. professionals with a legitimate court order to search those records to try to conduct terror investigations. That's amazing. So they're no longer able to do the things we were doing that we denied we were doing the whole time. Yeah. How do you have an ounce of credibility no, you don't. with the American people? How do you have one emoticon of credibility with <laughs> yeah. the American well, people? And Rand Paul had a great point on this, which was in the bill, it essentially says, look, if you have, like, let's say you go out and, and they've been grabbing all this data, right? And they, it, they've got an ongoing investigation where they've grabbed all this data. Well, because it's an ongoing investigation, they don't have to apply all the new rules so they've got an ongoing investigation and you say well that's kind of reasonable right i mean if they're already in the middle of something they don't have to like forget the stuff they already learned or whatever it kind of mm. makes sense you're grandfathered in mm. however because they were grabbing everybody's data are they going to technically say everyone was already under investigation so they're already all grandfathered in under the old rules in theory you could see them arguing yeah, that and while it's ridiculous so was their justification to grab the data in the first place. So eight years from now, when we find out that's the argument they made, what do we do? We all complain about it. We all get up. John Oliver goes on TV and argues against it, so it must be important. And then we, at that point, we all say, okay, well, we're going to do something about this. And we pass a new law that the same thing happens again. And by then, we're all in concentration camps anyway, so it's too late. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Glad you're back with that ray of sunshine. <laughs> I missed the optimism. Yeah, you know? you're welcome. All right, happy to be back. Uh, Father's Day is around the corner, and uh, what are you going to get for your dad? Uh, I don't know. How about this? Man Crates. Go to mancrates.com slash stew. Man Crates has a great gift for your dad, no matter what he likes. If he likes sports, if he likes guns, if he likes survival gear, if he likes grilling tools, beef jerky, machetes, what does he like? Pick the thing he likes and get the man crate that's associated with that. You get this cool crate. It, you know, this is gonna, something that's going to you know, give him a cool, cool day. He's got to open the thing up. with. They have the little crowbar comes with it. You pry the thing open. Inside is tons of stuff. This is uh, the outdoor survival kit. It's got, I like this tool a lot. I want this. The five-in-one uh, multi-purpose tool. It's got the compass. It's got the uh, it's got the cool little shovel. It turns into all these little cutting tools. It's really cool. Uh, they've got the, the 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 great knife, and of course, what I like, food. There's always food in every single. How man can you have a man crate without food? Yeah, you, you, you got to try some of this jerky. I mean, this is not. Uh, I'm not a beef jerky guy, but uh, you know, this sounds like something you'd like, Jeffy. Fine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I all know. right, Stu. I know. <laughs> mean to blow you. The whole thing is uh, is great, and there's tons of stuff that your dad's going to love. Go to mancrates.com slash Stu. Check out all their crates. They have tons of stuff we haven't even talked about here. Go there, go there and give your dad an unforgettable gift this Father's Day. It's mancrates.com slash Stu. This is a national health care alert from the Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You could qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Get free delivery and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers at no charge to you. So if you're on Medicare and have knee pain, don't wait. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost. Friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have other pain-relieving braces, too, for your shoulder, ankle, or back. You may be eligible to get these items and more at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Our friendly representatives are 
standing by now to help you, so please call now. Call 866-295-8411. That's 866-295-8411. Again, 866-295-8411. That's 866-295-8411. This triple eight seven two seven Beck, head of Apple Tim Cook, he is the uh, CEO now. In a blistering speech to the DC-based Electronic Privacy Information Center, he said that many successful Silicon Valley uh, companies have built their businesses by lulling their customers into complacency about uh, personal information. Uh, read Google, I would suspect. Uh, he says they're gobbling up everything they can learn about you and trying to monetize it. We think that's wrong. Apple thinks that's wrong. Do you? <laughs> Wait, what? It's weird because I went, I had a, I spent a day going through my settings <laughs> to make sure every time I take a photo and post it somewhere, it doesn't give my exact location. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Everything wants your location yeah. on Apple. I Everything. Also, I also uh, went it's to. Not, it's not just Apple. No, it's no, not. I know. I'm just saying, but this is Apple. But, but we're talking, but about we're talking Apple. Apple because he's saying this wrong. wrong. And everything you open is like, uh, we'd like to have your exact pinpoint location so that we can target you with our uh, with our drone strike uh, if we ever need to. <laughs> if you ever say anything we don't like. It's a weird uh, it proposal. It's kind of weird. And I usually say no to that. But there's another thing. Um, um, and I, I don't know if we ever did this. We, we're planning on doing it on Wonderful World of Stu. Maybe we could do it on this show at some point. Just going through. I mean, you know, not everyone has an iPhone, but a lot of people do. Go through your iPhone. There's like five or six settings that you got to change on your iPhone. Stuff like, you know, it, there's a way that you could just go in your iPhone if you don't change all the settings. Uh, and it w- shows essentially a map of everywhere you've been over the yeah. last month. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. If you don't change the setting, you could go in there and look at it, and it'll uh, show everywhere you drop, everywhere you've gone, every plane you've been on, er- everywhere yeah. for the you last gotta, like month. You've got to show me that. Yeah. I've never, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Really? Like, is it? Oh, they're not using that for you, right. Pat. Like, oh, of course not. Oh, no. And look at, look at what he says here yeah. in this last. And it's not the kind of company that Apple wants to be, so we don't want your data. And they're doing that? And they're doing that. Now, look, they will say it's stored on your phone locally. It's not. It's, you know, look. And, and, and does it improve your service? Sure. Does it show the routes you normally go so it helps the mapping program? I'm sure it does. Yeah. But, I mean, let me opt into those things. Right. If, if I want to yes. be a part of giving yeah. my location for every photo no, I take. That is crazy. You know, like, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. And not even photos. Like, you could show, you could see what restaurant you were, how long you were there, blah, 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 blah. Seriously? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it shows you. You've got to show me that because I I never heard of that. Yeah. Can we? Maybe we can find that. Uh, Natasha, can you dig that? Yeah. Up? That's that's amazing. <laughs> she's not even listening. She doesn't listen to the show at all. He, she's just sitting over there typing. She doesn't even listen. He says he's listen. not he's not even a fan of companies leaving a back door open for law enforcement agencies to utilize because it makes the data inherently less secure. Yeah. And he bro- breaks it down like this: If you put a key under a mat just for the cops, a burglar can find it too. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even that, I, I don't want the cops to be able to access all the data when they feel it's necessary. They just need to get either. a warrant. Right. There needs to be checks yeah, and balances. That's how this country was built. There are procedures yeah. in this country. Yeah. This isn't China. You know, you can't just do this stuff. Yeah. Criminals are using every technology tool at their disposal to hack into people's accounts. If they know uh, there's a key hidden somewhere, they won't stop until they find it. Now, all these celebrities who had their phones hacked, wasn't that Apple? 
Yep. It was the Apple iCloud, right? They just got into the iCloud, downloaded all those uh, photos, the naked photos they for some reason take of each other, and, and do the selfies and stuff just for vanity purposes, I guess, so they can look at how they used to look when they're 20 years from now and they're, they're fat and nobody can recognize them anymore. And they can <laughs> look back and see where they, they took a selfie in the mirror and, ooh, I was sexy back then. And now we all know how sexy they are now because it's all uh, out there on the Internet. And I'm sure Jeffy's seen every single one of those pictures. Uh, am I right? I don't know about everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, mean, but I'm that's an Apple problem. That's an Apple problem. And, and according to the hackers, when that, when that scandal broke, and it was, I don't know, 120 celebrities or whatever. Uh, it was one of the easiest things you could do to hack into all that. Simple. And, and so what, what is he even, how does he even make this claim? Yeah, I mean, you know, at some level, it's not their responsibility. I mean, when, when, you, when you're, I don't know, you're Paris Hilton and your password is 12345, I, I, don't, I don't know that Apple and is going to... And you've got your phone loaded with naked pictures. <laughs> right. This you know, is... if you don't want that to happen, don't take the pictures. Yes. There's also something called Polaroid. Nobody can hack into your Polaroid, as is far as true? I know. Is that true? Does the Polaroid still exist? Uh, I would think so. I don't know. If, 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 not, if it doesn't, you can buy eBay. one for me. I'll sell it for five hundred dollars. Wow! For a celebrity that wants it. Really? I've got a Polaroid that is so camera. So nice. Workable Polaroid <laughs> camera. I mean, the <laughs> naked photos thing. Look, you you have a right to take naked photos of yourself and expect that sure the company do. should protect them. Um, however, however, it's just a dumb idea. It's you a shouldn't really want dumb to make idea. First of all, they don't normally look good. And I understand if you're a celebrity, they do look good. I get it. Like mm -hmm. if you're Jennifer Lawrence, sure, your naked pictures look pretty darn good. But don't, don't take them. Just I live in the moment. I not disagree more. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Live in the Thank moment, you. no? And I will, I will tell you, it goes so far beyond this for, for kids, whether it's naked photos or, um, or vile comments. Or, you know, some argument back and forth with somebody you don't like, or it's gossiping about somebody you don't like, or it's Snapchat where you're sending something you think is going to disappear in 10 seconds or whatever that deal is. Uh, I just, my wife just got a, a thing from a student of ours for, that graduated from our, our school, and this student wanted uh, a recommendation for a job. And, and, uh, and the, the thing is, oh boy. you know, they've posted some things on the Internet Mm -hmm. that are readily available for anybody to check out. And they don't have any clue as to what that's going to do to them when they get into the real world. And they must understand it now because we can write whatever we want about you and say, hey, really great person, uh, like them a lot, blah, blah, blah. And then that employer is going to go directly to your Facebook. They're going to check out whatever they want. They're going to they're gonna see what you did on your, on your Instagram. They're going to see the vile comments. They're going to see the arguments. They're going to see the, the little back-stabbing uh, stuff. And they're going to say, hey, we don't want this person. And it's going to affect your life in a really negative way. Do you think Kids have to stop it. Do you think there's a stop chance? I, I feel like there's a chance of this. That people who are, you know, I don't know, 15 years old now, when they're 25, when they're 35, all of their contemporaries are also going to have this entire thing. And at some point, people just stop caring about it? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a chance yeah. of it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like right now what you have is a bunch of people like us who don't do that because that's not how, you know. I, I, look, I, I barely, I go on social networks for work, and, I, and I, I could see the value in them, but, like, I don't live on them. I don't 
live on them. I don't obsess. I don't, when people post pictures, I normally don't see them. When people get in flame wars on the internet, I don't participate. It's just not my thing. I, I, I'm, not, it's, I'm not interested in it. Jeffy, you're on there more than probably anybody, uh, although Glenn's pretty obsessed with Facebook yeah, at this point. Big but time, yeah. he's obsessed. As a public figure, you think about these things differently, is, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I think about what something will look like when I post yep. it because I know, you know, we get 25 to. organizations that are constantly looking at everything mm -hmm. we post. Yep. That's not the case with a teenager. You're just not they thinking that way. You're like, what do my friends think of this? Is about all they you They think get there's to. no repercussions. And maybe I'm going to get caught by my mom or my dad. Well, yeah. and, you know, to Stu's point, uh, at some point, right, we've talked about it before, there are no secrets. I mean, everybody's got some kind of bad picture out there. Everybody's got a naked yeah. shot out there. Everybody's got a shot with the dog, whatever it is. Actually, so it I have neither of those. What uh, the yeah, hell was that last one? Uh, you know, everybody's got a shot with the dog. <laughs> you mean walking your dog or? Yeah, or, whatever, whatever. whatever. Uh -huh. Okay. What the hell? Whatever you do with your dog. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because th this is this is an interesting point, too. I just watched a, a documentary, uh, and uh, sadly it was a documentary. It was called Hot Girls Wanted. Uh, I didn't know that when I clicked play on Netflix. Uh, no, but I saw an interview with uh, Rashadi Jones, who's a, um, who, Quincy Jones' daughter. She was on The Office and uh, different, you know, she's a, you know, famous actress. You'd know her face. Um, and she was participating in this documentary, which is about, the porn industry and, and the sort of sites we make fun of Jeffy for hosting um, and and how uh, these young girls 18 19 years old uh, answer ads on Craigslist uh, that say hey free free flight to Miami and they talk to these guys and they they or models wanted hey I'm pretty uh, I'm the I'm the pretty girl in my town uh, you know here and they showed you know, some uh, some girl who's like the head cheerleader She's 18 years old. She decides, she answers one of these ads. She flies to Miami. Mm. She winds up in a house with, you know, eight other girls around with the same stories. And you're, a week later, she's in porn. And she's, she's like, I wanted the money. I wanted to be able to get out of it. And uh, they walk you, th they're in the house. Like, they've all agreed to participate in this documentary. So you're seeing them make these decisions, go out on shoots. Like, I mean, it's not like filled with nudity, but it's, a, it's just telling the stories. And it was... God bless America. Yeah, I, I mean, part, you know, part of me says, okay, look, you know, this stuff is, it's their choice. They're of age. They're going to regret they're it. Gonna, they're going to do what they're going to do. But it was crushing mm. to see this girl who's 18 years old. She's from around here, somewhere like Arlington or something area, uh, Texas. And she's there, like, talking to her dad, and her dad doesn't know. Oh. And, you know, like, they're out, they're having a nice mother, father-daughter, like, they're out shooting. And, you know, and... The, the, the dad has no idea and she tells the mom and the mom is like you know obviously disappointed but trying to not Understand. ruin her relationship yeah. for their entire life is crushing and the worst part about the whole thing and it, you know it has some co contact <sighs> that's Man, really I can't imagine oh my god oh because uh, you think about it totally differently as a dad just yeah. be <laughs> devastating god i know your little girl uh, would that be oh, devastating? And like, Think of Ainsley. I, oh, my God. Devastation. No, uh, yeah, exactly. But so, like, uh, it goes to the, you know, it starts out as, you know, they, they're going through, like, the shoots and the sites that are booking these girls. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you know, some of them, you hate to say it, but it's like some of them is just normal porn, are, you know, like, you almost are okay with it. At, at the end of this thing, you're like, oh, at least it's just normal porn. Some of the, one of the girls is in there with this, like, Basically, I mean, the word abuse was in the site. It was basically like, uh, mm. I mean, you know, the stats they have in there are something like 40% of online porn uh, involves violence against women. And it's like, 
It, it's like, you know, and they're like, well, look, we're just acting. And they're like, the guys are really nice when, you, when the shoot ends. But it's like abusive situations. These girls are 18, 19 years old going into this. And the worst part, they say that, you know, all of it is horrible. But the worst part is you can justify in your head, and every porn star probably does. Look, I know this isn't the greatest thing in the world. They're just showing them going to clinics. They've got infections. It's not a positive storyline. It's not a glamorous life. But there's that part of you that says, what's the thing they always used to say? I had to get through college. I had to, you know, look, it got me through college. These girls go on there. I've heard the money's not all that it's great. It's not. Right? The average shoot. Or again, the thing about a shoot is I mean, in this if situation. You're, if you're offering somebody, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand right. dollars per shoot, this is what or you something. think. Because uh, we have, it's not. It's, it's nothing not like that. The average shoot. This girl goes out. She's eighteen years old. Never yeah. had sex on camera before. Her average shoot, eight hundred dollars. Oh, good golly. Eight hundred dollars. Oh, now, gosh. look, it's eight hundred dollars for an hour of work, and I'm sure in in their head, mm. I could be working for seven dollars an hour or eight dollars an hour at some restaurant. But it's like $800, this girl, the one from Texas, who she's got a boyfriend. She goes, she's the head cheerleader of her, like, she, all American it's story. Rose does her this. life. She goes there. She does three months uh, of porn, yeah. okay? Uh, and they said the average girl gets in it, does about three months of porn, and then they don't get booked anymore because they all want the, fir- the fresh face, the new girl that's yeah. never been on camera before because they get paid, you know, that's the... That's the thing everybody wants. And there's so many girls getting into it now that they could just, there's just an oversupply. So they can book these girls for three months of work. It puts, their, those videos last forever, man. And then yeah. they're out of the industry. You know, the the only they, way they can get booked is to get into more graphic stuff, more violent stuff, more fetishy bad. stuff. So this girl goes down and she does all of this stuff. Uh, she, over three months, makes $25,000. Now she makes hundreds or I mean not hundreds but close to hundreds it was like it was like 70 films or something she makes uh, $25,000 but she's got to pay for all her own flights she's got to pay for all her own medical treatments she's got to pay for all her own new clothes for these things she's got to pay for all the stuff involved all this food she's paying rent she gets home after three months of porn hardcore porn with $2,000 in her bank account Oh I mean, it was devastating. And I know you should say, well, it doesn't and matter how much money she paid. And I understand well, of that. Of course. But at least you feel like if you yeah. go through this horror we've show we've already three established months, the fact that you're, you're a whore. Now we're just, uh, we're just negotiating the price. The right, well, that's the... You know, that's... And, that's, and I know that's the right that, way to approach not, it. You're not... You're being yes. paid for sex. You're, yeah. And they talk about that in there. I mean... It's she, prostitution. They, they right? try to draw their lines, as everybody does. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry. There's no way around that. And it's... And then... Not only does it will that affect you for uh, your upcoming jobs, relationships with uh, you know interpersonal rela- relationships for the rest of your life. What's going to happen when you have kids? Yeah. And that pops up. Oh my gosh! I mean, pe- use your noodles, kids. Use your noodles. It was sad though because you, know, you know they're sitting around there like looking at like oh, a, a Drake video, that's the rapper, sad. and they're just like, oh, it's like I can't wait till I get big. We're going to get married, and I'm going to have kids uh, with Drake. Drake's not going to get married to you. <laughs> like, that's not... Ha- but they're delusional. It's, it's yeah. like, you know, hey, I have this shot at fame. Mm-hmm. You know, you get spoiled a little bit. You get, you know, you get a free flight. You know, you probably you're from a small town. You've never seen any of this. Mm-hmm. You get big checks, which seem to you to be huge. Uh, but at 18 years old, you don't realize that $800 is not a price Nothing. to sell your entire soul for. No. Uh, and, you know, but by the time they realize it, 
they're too gone. Late. It's they're late. out of the industry. No one wants to book them anyway. I, it's, mm. It was, I, you know, you want to talk about a creepy world, man. Oh, uh, it's sick. And they were, as sick. of course, as is always the case, it's guys like Jeffy are the ones that are actually making the money. Yeah. Like the girls get paid eight hundred dollars. They're not getting residuals. There's no, uh, there's no checks. Like you know, when uh, you know. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ralphie from uh, Christmas Story every year probably gets a massive check uh, because of the role he did when he was, you know, mm -hmm. a kid. That's not happening with these girls. They're not getting these. Hey, a, a thousand more people watched your video. Here's your check. No, it's eight hundred dollars <laughs> out the door. See you later. Well, I mean, we could put them on tour. They can tour some mm -hmm. clubs around America. I mean, some of them promote, might do that. Promote the films. If you stay in there, but what's your shelf life, Jeffy? I mean, you know this better than anybody. What's your shelf life? Even if you decide to stay in and you do all the crap you have to do to stay in that world, I mean, what do you have? A couple of years? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, maybe if you're crazy. It's rare, it's rare anymore to have uh, an extended career. Yeah. Like in the old days, and I say the old days, but in previous years, sometimes you'd have, uh, you know, male stars that were around forever. Oh, yeah. The class and, of the Ron uh, Jeremy's of yeah. the world. But there's 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 no supply problem anymore. That's right. the issue. Yeah, mm. there was always five people who would go do this crazy crap. Right. It, it doesn't exist. It's not mm. like that anymore. It's as many people. He was just posting ads on Craigslist. In a day, he'd have seven new girls that had never done porn before saying, hey, I want to do porn. And this guy's not like a big guy. He's a guy living in a house, like a 2,000 square foot house. He's just a minor player in the industry. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. I open. Sad. I'm really, sad. really sad. Well, they got a story here in in Dallas, Fort Worth, right, where the kids uh, are in trouble for taking sexting shots, and the parents are mad because the school didn't send letters home to let them know that these kids were in trouble for this. Um, they, you don't need to know everything that these kids are sexting. You shouldn't be giving your kids the phone. Yeah, you you're 60 be before sexting. you get a phone. Get used to it, Zach Ainsley. It's not happening. <laughs> you're never, you're never going to make a phone call. Okay. Not a good idea. I'll tell you what is a good idea, though, and that's being prepared for whatever eventuality, whether it's like a, a storm that happens that uh, makes you housebound for a few days, or, you know, something a little bit bigger, a bigger disaster, earthquake, or hurricane, or... Uh, you know, eventually our luck will probably run out with hurricane season and we'll get hit by one. And so if you live on your uh, on the coast, it's always a concern. Then there's tornado alley and then, then in the north, it's always snows. And then who knows? Who yeah. knows what you want to be? Just be prepared with a three day kit because it takes that long for help to get there. And this is such a great way to get your foot into the door with My Patriot Supply for preparedness. So you can start with the three day kit, the 72 hours for $10 per person. Um, so you can start with My Patriot Supply on the three to th the seventy-two hour kit, and then work your way up yeah. to a month or three months or six months, whatever is in your mind. It's always been in my mind for a year supply, um, but I think Glenn is up to twelve now. Twelve years? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I or twelve years? Yeah, a year for twelve people, oh, something okay. like that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. He's a big family, so that kind of makes a little yeah. bit more sense. Uh, My Patriot Supply is the place to do this. Uh, look, it's been lucky that global warming so far has only uh, caused less storms. Right. We know that's going to reverse at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so call My Patriot Supply. Uh, they, they're the people to do this. 800-274-3040. Wait, what was that number again? 800-274-3040. My Patriot okay. Supply. It's not just food. It's freedom. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, John O'Neill, driving instructor in Liverpool, <laughs> and his uh, student Edward parked on the side of the road when a cyclist with his helmeted head down 
facing the pavement. Not sure I want to watch this video. Uh, slammed right into him. Yeah, some of these are a little painful to watch, and I'm sure it's more painful for the person involved than it is for us. <laughs> Here, here's what happened. And the car's literally sweep, the web swimming all over the place. So you can see it uh -oh. doesn't... Oh! Oh! Good golly. And the car's One more time. Sweep, the web swimming all over the place. And so you can see it doesn't... Shabam! Oh, as he face plants into the oh, car. Oh, that. Sweep, the web swimming all over the place. That's gotta hurt! So you can see it doesn't... Boom! Oh Kid. my God, that's that's how my mm. son rides his tricycle too. Head down like yeah, that. head down like he's because he likes looking at the wheels to see how fast he's going. Yeah. He's like, Dad, I'm gonna go super fast, and somehow he has a sensor built in <laughs> that he stops at the right times. But you know, one of these di days, sensor's gonna be broke. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. gonna and he's gonna crash into one of the walls in our driveway. <laughs> I know it's gonna happen. It's like, Bud, you gotta look mm. up, look where you're going, not at your tires as you try to pedal but i would say that's not the thing that you'd expect out of a guy no uh, who's a an, an adult yeah and an obvious cyclist enthusiast because yeah. he's got all the garb and he's done this before and uh you should probably know to keep your head up when you're riding a bike on the street he wasn't parked on the wrong side of the road was he i mean is I, that I, I don't think, think so. so right he was on the right so. side so o'neill got out of the car and he says he went up to the guy to make sure he was okay but he said uh, i was trying not to laugh while he was still there I wouldn't have any that see it, it is so weird that people laugh at other people's serious serious yeah. pain. I mean that had to hurt like crazy. And he said the guy's face was pouring with blood. <laughs> You're gonna laugh at that? Uh, 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 that? You know that's like bro, you all right? That's like the America's funniest home videos thing yeah. where they're walking on a fence and they fall and do the splits in the middle of the fence and crush their giblets and everybody <laughs> You just broke your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> slide down the banister. All that. I that hate is that not stuff. funny I, to me. I can't stand watching. I don't like watching it from. I, you know, not it just funny. Personally, feels you feel the pain a little yes, bit. You, do. you know, and I don't. I, yes, I don't want to cringe. Like a jackass was like that. Yes. They do that. Yeah. They do those stunts. They're like, okay, yes. here we're gonna put nine thousand paper clips in her eyes, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, I no. I don't think I want to watch that. Apparently, uh, the guy survived. He's okay. Yeah. He I, was, well, they said here he didn't seem on heart. He had a lot of blood, but he was fine. Yeah, he's um, okay even at the moment. But still, that's a uh, it's a little creepy. Yeah, not um, funny. Yeah. Uh, on the other side here, we're gonna do uh, something you you do want to watch TV uh, on mm -hmm. TV, which is of course watch us eat. <laughs> uh, it's one of the most important things we do on this network. Spoons. Glenn Martin Luther King saved the country. <laughs> Us spoons. <laughs> it's coming up on the other side here. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Beck is the phone number. Back in a second. We've talked about it. Do we have the spot uh, available, Andrew? Um, the uh, the Hardy spot uh, for these particular products. You need to see this. Okay, we'll load it here in a second. Um, this we're talking about Hardee's and uh, Hardee's or Carl's Jr. Depending on where you're uh, based in the country, you usually have one of these two restaurants somewhere around mm -hmm. you. Um, and what I like about Hardee's and Carl's Jr. is they don't try to say, "Oh, we're going to add kale to the menu." They just no. don't. No. <laughs> what they do is, you know, we've got delicious hamburgers that are about 19 inches thick. Mm -hmm. 
What if we also add hot dogs to that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the American Thick Burger. This is actually one of the greatest commercials oh, of all time. Great. I freaking love this commercial. <clears throat> Watch. What's more American than a cheeseburger? This cheeseburger, loaded with a hot dog and potato chips, <laughs> in the hands of all-American model Samantha Hoops, in a hot tub, okay. in a pickup truck, yeah. driven by an American bull rider, on an aircraft carrier, <laughs> under the gaze of Lady Liberty, as she admires the most American thick burger, with a split hot dog and kettle-cooked potato chips on a fresh-baked bun. New at Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. This is um, fantastic. Okay. I'm dying to know how uh, they bounce the burgers because when they drop mm. them, they like bounce like two or three times. I, I don't know. They like they put an actual spring in the middle of that burger somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, but here is the uh, burger. We have them on uh, we, on set. We got them today. Jeffy, uh, oh. of course, it's not a, a stew friendly uh, mm. invention. It's got what? a hot dog and potato chips on it. It's got I see tomato and lettuce. Can stew? you? Yeah, Jeff Pat took his off. Because he doesn't like it. But can you show yeah. him the, the hot dog in there? I think that's the key element of that burger. Look at that. Um, and can, maybe the uh, potato chips. And the potato chips are on the other side. Wow. Coating <laughs> the bun. Yes. And then there's cheese, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, Ketchup. It's loaded with deliciosity. Yeah. Uh, Jeffy, what do you... Uh, oh. Uh, mm. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That is dove in. Mm-hmm. Here's Jeffy. Now, this doesn't look quite as good as the model... Uh, eating it uh, um, on the particular. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, Ooh. is that good? So you're That's eating a, a hot dog and a hamburger at the same time, plus potato chips, plus the bun. I mean, it looks, if I'm going to eat a bunch of meat on a bun, mm -hmm. that looks pretty good. It's delicious. Is it really? Mm hmm. Oh, good. I, I, it is. That's as good as it looks, I think. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look the same as it does in the commercial, of course. It doesn't bounce the same, I would assume. Neither do our breastages. No. But um, <laughs> um that's good. Really? That's really good. That's good. Now this was probably purchased because uh, I think the uh I think the Carl's Jr. is about half an hour from us. Yeah, yeah, it was purchased a while so ago. So it was probably purchased like an hour ago. So better. if this were hot and the potato chips were still crunchy, it'd be even that much yeah, better. Yeah, it would be a little bit better warm. But it's delicious. Even kind of cooled off and a little bit soggy now. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jeffy's diving back in. Oh, yeah. Jeffy's. You know you what like you also need is bacon. That is good, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So you How got the burger, you got the bacon, and the hot dog. Crispy bacon on this would be That's great. That's interesting. It seems like Hardy's uh, would definitely <clears throat> put bacon on a Yeah, it does, like doesn't it? I bet you could request it. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you could. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, where's the bacon-covered uh, American thick burger? <laughs> but this is a great way to ce celebrate July 4th. Would you recommend mm -hmm. uh, uh, this as a July Absolutely. 4th celebration? Mm -hmm. Now, I, I like the fact that Jeffy has, I think, what I think is mustard on his face. I, uh, we're not going to tell you where it is, obviously. <laughs> I'll just leave it then. Maybe it's lettuce? I don't know. Mm. I oh, you got it. Look at that. That's a good quality burger. Now, they, it's not the only thing mm -hmm. they have at uh, Hardee's or Carl's Jr. I was excited to see this as well. This one is a ding-dong ice cream sandwich. Wait, what? Well, now, that's a fantastic idea, right? What they're saying is essentially, if you, you know, let me open this puppy up because we got them. Did we all get one of those? Yeah, oh, we, we did, didn't we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, nice. <clears throat> so it's a hostess, hostess ding-dong A legit hostess ding-dong. Wow. Okay. With vanilla ice cream in the middle. Okay. Oh, that looks great. Yeah, that's a great idea. <clears throat> um, and because uh, there's something about like getting the name brand thing too. Like it's like yeah. you, could they have put a chocolate cake on the outside of a? Sure, sure of course. But sure. when you get a ding dong, like it's something like it's like holy crap! I want to get a Hostess cake around real ice cream. So 
You know, you can either have this kind of food, or you can have the new McHale <laughs> at McDonald's. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Mm. Come on. Oh, my God. That's Is really that really good? good? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm anxious to get into it, but... First, I gotta burger? take my third, I third bite of the burger, man, because this is delicious. I really like this. This tomato, is good. There's some fresh tomato on this burger, too. It's really good. You can have my tomatoes if you want. But can get them. I don't want to overdo it. <laughs> I like the way it's set up now. No, I know. If there's one thing about you, it's you don't overdo <laughs> anything <laughs> when it comes to food. <laughs> mm. The ding dong uh, ice cream sandwich is definitely something yeah. I would approve of. Mm hmm. Quite good. Um, wow, we'll get to the creamy really filling part. Here, let, me, let me give you a little. This is sort of melting here as we uh, took it out a, a few minutes ago. But uh, if you see here in the middle, you've got the um, uh, kind of the, the creamy filling yeah. in there mm -hmm. too. So you got creamy mm -hmm. filling, ice cream, and the chocolate cake plus it's chocolate covered. That's a genius idea too, because I mean, who hasn't had ding dongs and put ice cream on top of it? Um, oh, until until this moment, oh I God. never have, Jeff. I haven't either. Strangely, really? I know. Huh. Mm. Wow. Mm. Oh my God! Okay, okay. Hardy's Carl right Jr. Here. Excellent job. Mm -hmm. That was really solid. No and, um, well, this uh, is fast food at its best. <laughs> it's really, I mean, it's pretty solid. Um, we're gonna yeah. go on uh, Periscope here in a second. If you're on Periscope, and mm. we'll uh, give you the uh, extended review here of, on spoons, and we'll try to get ourselves cleaned up so we can do the second hour of the show. We'll try. Normally, we do it at the end of the show because then we can just like fall asleep <laughs> after a spoon segment. <laughs> <laughs> Next hour might be a little sleepy. That's what we're promising. <laughs> but we will have a bunch of the news of the day as well. And we mm -hmm. can go to commercial watching Jeffy eat. That's really good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Really good. Triple eight seven two seven back. Let's see. Is this the uh, not okay? Sheldon Whitehouse, a uh, Democrat senator from Rhode Island, offered an interesting uh, suggestion for dealing with global warming skeptics: make them subject to uh, RICO laws and prosecute them under RICO laws. What? How unbelievable is that? I mean, what? Again. This is story number three just this week, right, that we don't live in America. Or is it four or five or 12? I, I don't know. There's been a lot. Uh, and I was sick yesterday, so or earlier this morning and into the day before. Um, so I might have missed some things that are uh, <laughs> yeah. we don't live in America anymore stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, are you kidding me? That Writing in the Washington Post, Sheldon Whitehouse offered this curious suggestion for dealing with global warming skeptics. He says the parallels between what the tobacco industry did and, oh, this is their new thing. Because remember, uh, Bill Nye, the non-science guy, mm -hmm. said the same thing. Uh, what they did to the fossil fuel industry and the tobacco industry and what's going on now with global warming skeptics, they're trying to tie all that together. 
Coordinated tactics of the climate... What are the coordinated tactics? Shut up. It's just people with common sense speaking out. How do we coordinate this stuff? What, I'm calling people all over the country. Hey, this is what we're saying now about global warming. Yep. Okay. Uh, we don't have to make stuff up for this. Mm -hmm. There's news stories every day about how study after study after study is finding the 18-year pause in global warming because of the satellite temperatures and the 10 to 15-year pause from the surface temperatures warming and the fact that the ocean is starting to cool now and the fact that they're now predicting a, a mini ice age in some parts of the world. I mean, all of this stuff coming out, plus the, the climate gate scandal we had a few years ago, roundly ignored by everybody who, who believes there's some kind of weird consensus on this thing. The 97% of scientists uh, being in consensus, that's called into question legitimately, and they ignore it all. They ignore it all. The fact that we always we, we have a, a far fewer hurricanes right now than we had in the early 2000s when it was predicted to be the other way around. Same number of tornadoes. You know, there's no increase in the trends for, for drought or flooding, even though we've got both going on somewhere. We always do and always have. I mean, it's on and on and on and on, and yet all they have to do is ignore it and keep saying that all the evidence is on their side. And so I'm funny. I, uh, so there was something on Reddit the other day um, which kind of highlights your point. Uh, it's the fact that there's flooding going on somewhere. It was like, in China, there are a billion people. Yeah. So a one in a million thing happens a thousand times a day. Wow, really? Right? So, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So a thousand times a day in China, a one in a million things. Point. It's a really good observation. And, and, yeah. and, and it, you know, certainly that's not how it was intended to be used in this global warming conversation. But the point is, though, you're always going to have in the news something to point to always. that says that the weather is weirding. That doesn't mean anything. There's always something going on somewhere. There always has been. Uh, and when you look at the actual trends of drought, the trends of, uh, of tornadoes, you find they nothing. They, they used to scream about all the time. Once again, because when it was global warming and we would see cooling evidence, you know, we'd say, well, what about that? It's, it's snowing in July or whatever the case may be. Well, that, oh, how stupid can you be? That's, that's weather. That's, that's not climate. You, you can't confuse weather with climate. Climate is something that happens over a long period of time. And yet now, every instance of weather, they scream global warming. Yeah, we had Bill Nye is on yeah. MSNBC every day saying, well, please compare all these things to climate change. Wait, no. What? What? No, you can't tie them into climate change because that's weather, moron. Well, it's weather weirding. Yeah, it's weather weirding. It's climate chaos. It's catastrophic climate change it's whatever they they whatever new phrase they make up for it because it can't be global warming anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and you know it's funny because uh sheldon whitehouse the senator uh even admits he has no idea has no evidence to what he's talking about he says to be clear i don't know whether the fossil fuel industry and its allies engage in the same kind of racketeering activity as the tobacco industry we don't have enough information to make that conclusion perhaps it's all smoke and no fire but there's an awful lot of smoke God, that's just unbelievable it is unbelievable it really is i mean look are you not allowed to think something different no you're not i mean i think that's the lesson you can think it, you just can't say it. <clears throat> I guess that's it. I mean, they say, well, uh, this is a, they talk about how, well, there's lobbying going on and there's donations to political candidates. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but the same thing happens on the green side of things. 
<laughs> in fact, it happens with every single uh, industry. Yeah. Every single industry. Uh, it lobbies Congress. They lobby. Uh, they make donations to candidates they think will do things that are good for them. Uh, they try to help out people who are friendly to their industry. That happens all the time. It's not racketeering. That's, that's the American political system. And again, if, if, if I may, um, the green industry gets a really nice chunk of uh, all the tax yes, benefits. Yes, they do. Uh, mm -hmm. Like 25 to 1 over the fossil fuel industry. It would almost be like a coordinated effort. Uh, it would, wouldn't it? Um, like for every dollar that the fossil fuel industry gets in tax breaks, not subsidies, the green industry in solar and wind is is subsidized, literally given money uh, to the tune of 25 to the one. And, th and it's not subsidies for oil. It's just tax breaks that all these companies get. A and it's it's inexcusable that they're allowed to get away with this garbage. Well, I mean, and, and the difference is, if you could pin them down, and they would never say it like this, but the difference is, yeah, but we like the green industry. Right. Yes. That's yeah, right. we like it. We don't like the oil industry, so we're going to use these things against them. And but we like the green industry, so we don't, we don't care. I'm a huge fan of Elon Musk, but it came out the other day, I think Monday. Um, yeah, we talked about it this morning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that e Elon Musk is uh, uh, getting $4.9 billion for his industry. Yeah, and we kind of went over this uh, a little bit uh, this morning. In that, like, it's, it's tough because he's not getting a check necessarily for $4.9 billion. What he's getting... Tax he, breaks. They're tax breaks for the people buying the cars. It's things like that. And again... But that's huge for a guy who's selling cars. Well, yeah. And that's I, huge. So we're, we're going to give a tax break to everyone who <laughs> buys a 130000 That's amazing. Uh, you know, 130000 if you get the right one by the way, um, the P85D all jacked up. That's the only way to go. Seriously, yeah. if you're considering get... a Tesla, that's the only way you to go. you got to get that one. What are you doing? got to. Um, but, uh, you're going to spend 75 anyway. You might as well go the extra 60. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to justify that. Go ahead and just double the price of the car. I've really been trying to justify that for I, a while. Yeah. Uh, Look, yeah. you're going to so get $7,500 in credit. Right? Right. Yeah. And by the way, when you go, not that I've been to the Tesla website and priced out the specific vehicle I would want. No. But if you were to do that, the price is the price after the credit. So they don't give oh, you the legitimate price of what the car is. Oh. They price it. You're getting that money. That's the price. It Seriously. says, yeah, wow. you build, you know, you build a car on a site. It says, and this is after the $7,500 credit. Holy cow. Yeah, that's how much of the part of the business is. And he mentioned this kind of offhand that it's, it's not necessary, but it's helpful. It's like, if it's not necessary, first of all, you shouldn't even get it if it is necessary. Why do we care if Tesla succeeds as a country? I am rooting for it because I like the cars. I like Elon Musk. I like the technology. It's cool. But why as a country are we sitting here trying to root on super uh, awesome cars for rich people? There's no reason to give credits to people who can know. afford $100,000 cars. Yeah. I, one, of my, one of my friends at church uh, just bought the new Tesla. Gosh, that's beautiful, man. Mm -hmm. Just I, I drive by it in the uh, parking lot, and uh, a lot of times on Sundays, I think, oh, God, that is one sweet ride. And he traded in a, another very sweet ride, a McLaren, uh, to get the mm. Tesla. <laughs> Before that, I think he had... That Audi R8, 
gets a new car like I mean, every six months that's or something. proof that at some point you've well, made too much at money. At some point, yeah. you've just made too much money, yeah. and you don't even know that's what a helpful luxury car I hope you buy. have a good uh, security system, because it's like you're back on the streets of Helena. I mean, you must it be is. a no rough kidding. community. It's a, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough congregation. Yeah, I guess so. It's Jeez. rough. Uh, a lot of times there are drive-bys in the parking oh lot. I can I'm imagine. Awesome. I can I'm imagine. Uh, you got to duck and cover all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they teach us uh, in Sunday school to how to duck and cover and jump into the bushes. Well, they've got to understand if you can't make it in. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you ever see anybody in, you know, really slumming it in, like, a BMW 3 Series, <laughs> you got to dive for cover because, you know, they're probably on a yeah, uh, drive-by shooting spree. Them. You can't even, you can't even look at them. Yeah, no, it's no. terrifying. No, it's and terrifying. you don't let them into the church. You're like, no, no, uh-uh, this isn't the place for you. <laughs> And you come back when you get the 7 Series. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, that's, I think, fair. Uh, no, it's funny because it's like I, I'm conflicted over this story because I understand, like, if you're a company, you know, I, like, you, to me, to be in good standing with me, and by the way, nobody cares about that particular thing, but if you want to be in good standing with me, you need to be fighting against the policy. I don't think policy. even Lisa cares no, about that. No, she doesn't give a crap at all. Uh, I don't think Zachary Ainsley does either. Maybe Phoebe, my dog, uh, okay. cares slightly, hey. although she's deaf and blind pretty much at this point, so I don't... Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, so the point being, it, I, I, I don't mind you uh, as an individual taking, or a company taking uh, advantage of the laws. Like, for example, you know, oil, Exxon makes a lot of money. Could mm -hmm. they say, no, we don't want tax credits that everyone else They're gets? They're not sure. going to. They're not going to because they have to deal with the crap in the law. Yes. They have to deal with the negatives of the law. And so, I think at some point you paid enough in taxes. Right, exactly. You so, know, when you're, look, when you, now a lot of this is operating expense, but when you bring in $490 billion a year, that's your gross. But your take-home is $14 billion a year mm -hmm. or $40 billion a year for the year, not the quarter. And it's usually around 40 to $50 billion for a place like Exxon. It's about 10%. Something's really wrong uh, because a lot of that are taxes. Mm -hmm. And they have paid, uh, what was, I heard the, st the stat, uh, yeah, it's been a couple of years now since we've talked about all this. But the stats on the amount of money that Big Oil has paid was... Um, more than everybody else's taxes combined, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. They're, I, I mean, it's it's I a do staggering figure. It's like a large that? chunk of the American population. It is. They pay more than just just yeah. one company, like eighty percent, or I, I don't remember the exact number, so I probably shouldn't throw it out. But it was a lot. It was a lot, and and look, they do. They also are fueling the entire country. I mean, they're doing a lot of positive things. Sure. Um, you know, but it's it's should they not take those things. I don't think you should avoid the, the things to get your money back and you have to deal with putting the money in. Like if you want to say I don't have to pay income tax and therefore I won't take a $7,500 credit Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. If mm -hmm. I don't have to pay income tax, I will absolutely forego the credit. But if I have to pay these ridiculous rates in income tax, then I can understand doing that. Um, the issue, though, is you have to be fighting, I think, against the policy as well. You need to be able to say out there saying, hey, look, this policy is stupid. We should not be giving $7,500 to every person who comes by my, and buys my car. That's, that's, that's a dumb policy. The people that come and buy my cars, are, they're great people, but they're wealthy people, and they don't need $7,500 tax credits just because the government wants to pay, uh, pick winners. 
because that's the reason. The government mm -hmm. wants to pick winners. They want to pick this technology just like years ago they wanted to pick ethanol and years before that they wanted to pick coal to oil technology. They all those that was the government picking winners. The last two winners they picked are now disregarded as uh, archives of the past. Can't believe we made those mistakes. Yeah, they were but, losers. But they were losers. And that's what happens, you know. So I don't think that that's a fair policy. Uh, but, you know, do, do you have to do you have to forego every benefit? We talked about this no. with Ted Cruz this morning. Ted Cruz uh, was going to go on Obamacare uh, because his wife, mm -hmm. he was under his wife's insurance. Uh, she worked at Goldman Sachs, right? And she's taking a leave of absence while he's running for president. So she, he, they had no health insurance. And so their, his work health insurance is Obamacare. And it was kind of like a minor controversy. How, do, you know, you guys, how could you possibly go on Obamacare? You're Ted Cruz. Well, if he's fighting against the policy, does he not take the benefits that are associated with his job, he's fighting against the policy to change it. I mean, he also gets paid money, a salary, but he's against government spending. Mm -hmm. Does that mean he should forego his salary? I mean, I don't think that's a legitimate position. He it's should be. Not. He still gets rewarded for the things that he does. So there you go. Um, I, I don't know. The Elon Musk thing is, is an interesting story, though, yeah. um, from at least conservative perspective. Um, all right, so it's our time for, uh, to talk to you about man crates. So we have this coming up uh, for Father's Day. Jeffy and I actually uh, did something the other day, a man creates opening contest to see who could actually, you know, open one of these things because it takes a couple minutes. Uh, here's the footage watch. A little contest here of who could open uh, this the fastest. Now, Jeffy uh, is used to a lot of illegal <laughs> smuggling and such, so he may be better at this than me. I fully admit it. But uh, should the we... boxes are usually a little bit bigger. Yeah, I thought so. This, but, you know. So should we attempt this? All right. Are you ready? On your mark. Get set. Go. How many times have you done this, really? I don't know. <laughs> I seriously have no... God. These things are... <laughs> Think of the fun on Father's Day. Watching you, your dad you, go through this. It? Almost. I'm getting there. Gotta get it wedged in there. Now, Brad would be able to get this open in like 10 seconds. He's like the only real man that works here. I mean, this is a place run by Glenn Beck. You didn't expect any real men to live here. Ah, I got it. Ta-da! Ah! As uh, in the Man Crates contest, as in life, I've defeated Jeffy. Uh, and I almost got it. <laughs> this one's, wow, look at this. The Whiskey Lover's Man Crate. That's what I got. Keep opening because I want to hear what yours is. Uh, this is unbelievable. Okay, so we got pistachios in there. You've got, ooh, nice Valdosta pans, uh, sweet cinnamon, black pepper, orange. That sounds really good. 33 glasses of whiskey, exactly how to make whiskey drinks. You've got, oh, here we go. Now, this is good for you, Jeffy, because, I mean, it's drinking, so you'd like that. Oh, look at this. Nice. Customized whiskey glasses with stew on oh, them. Man. That's lucky I didn't get oh, that man. one because I'd have broke This that is one. going in the office. I, I think I'm going to start a bar in my office. Anyone opposed to that? Anyone? All right, here you go, Let's Stu. Do. There's another one. Hold on. I got more in here. We've got... Wow, these things are oh, these are awesome. Those are like the uh, ice ball molds so you can get... Yes. So you can, get, so you can look really cool with the... Those are oh. really cool. We're going to need, uh, I need a freezer in my thing? office. What? 
Nice. Yeah, my name's on them. That's awesome. Let's see what else we got in here. Oh, you oh, too can have a glass with stew on it. <laughs> no, the, you just put your name on it, Jeffy. Oh. Um, look at this. These are nice. Like These are seriously, these are coasters. It's like slate. I mean, these are really nice. Those are nice. And all of this comes in. Wait, there's more. I got uh, a cool, another oh, kind of uh, cool, like uh, artisan peppercorn blistered nuts. I mean, this is. What else has he got in the man crate? Look how much is in there. What, which man, okay, this is hot and spicy. Oh. Man crate. Bring on the pain. Yes. The, the great thing about man crates is pretty much every single one has some sort of food in it. Which is, let's be honest, <laughs> that's what guys want. Right? Uh, what do you have? Uh, beef jerky. Oh, spicy. Alive. Wow. I don't. Oh, wow. Not, that's for you. That's a. Okay, wait, hold on. This is, this is the temperature uh, meter for these potato chips, and it just says WTF below it. <laughs> That's how hot it is. Here's a coffin. Oh. Uh, Blair's <laughs> death sauce. I think Mancrace is threatening you. Another reason I like them so much. More death sauce. Mm. After oh, wow. death, sudden death, <laughs> original death. And jalapeno good death. Stuff. I don't want to die via jalapeno. Ooh, habanero pepper oh, potato yeah. chips. Now this one's not WTF; it's OMG on the, on the temperature. So you can scale. live through that one. That's what I mean. Like, so you can get ones that have really cool snacks. You can get uh, really extravagant ones. Like we we, we talked about the zombie uh, survival kit that we gave Jeffy last year. It has unbelievable machete in it I and all sorts that. of really cool tools. I, I'm a big fan of that. This I'm is, ready for the, I'm ready for any kind of zombie. Yeah, you are, aren't I you? Am. Yeah. It's mancrates.com slash stew. Mancrates.com slash stew. Check out the best Father's Day gift you're going to find for anybody. Mancrates.com slash stew. Don't eat all of this, Jeffy. <laughs> so I obviously beat you easily on that. I mean, that wasn't even close. It was not a, it was not a close battle. That's correct, Stu. I let you beat me. It's your little silly mancrate commercial slash stew. You're welcome. I defeated you easily. And it had nothing to do with you letting me do anything. But he was right on the address, mancrates.com slash do. It's Pat Stu, triple eight seven two seven Beck. Welcome. I love this story. This is a great story, all American story. Uh, this is the one that kind of offsets all the other ones we talked about where it's not America. A uh, dastardly school kitchen manager. Um, this is the manager at a school cafeteria. She got fired for doing something heinous. Uh, some little girl was crying. <laughs> I don't have enough money to pay for my lunch. No. So. Uh, oh, sorry. You got to eat yeah. now, too. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, what else can we do for you? We're educating you all day, you little brat. Now we got to feed you. And Shut what up. are we Go getting out class. of this? Uh, Nothing. A few thousand dollars in taxes, whether you come to the school or not? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Who needs it? So, uh, this rotten, dastardly <laughs> woman actually bought her lunch. <laughs> oh, God. We can't have that. And so, fortunately, she was fired. Did she buy her lunch, or did she just give her a free lunch? Uh, she, I believe she paid for her lunch. Um, Either way, you don't get fired for it. But, I, I'm, you know, I mean, obviously, there, can, there is a line there, I'm sure. If you give away free lunch to everybody, it's a problem. But, I mean, I, there's probably a... School staffer revealed this week that she was let go for feeding hungry children in violation of district rules. I'm not, you know, uh, come on. She says, I had a first grader crying in front of me, crying because she doesn't have enough money for lunch. Yes, I gave her lunch. Well, then you got what you deserved, Pumpkin, didn't you? Okay. 
the Cherry Creek School District offers students free and reduced price meals. To qualify, though, a family of four must have an annual income less than $31,000. In a Facebook post announcing <clears throat> her termination, Ms. Curry said, even though she's violated her employer's policy, she has no regrets. While I know that what I did was legally wrong, I don't see how that's possible. I don't feel bad about it, oh. and I would do it again in a heartbeat. It's a weird thing because it's not a technically a business, you know what I mean? But, I mean, if you did that for, I mean, if you did that as a business, it would obviously not be within the right. rules of your job. And I mean, you can't just give away the food to people you think, hey, I, I, mm -hmm. I want this person to have it for free. I mean, I used to do that when I worked at McDonald's. It was not legal. Although, she paid for it, though. I don't think so. Don't Where are you getting so. that? You don't think so? I don't I think the story. so. Because really, in the story I read earlier, uh, it said that she bought the school lunches. For, uh, fired for giving away, giving free, away. free lunch. Okay. And then it says, uh, uh, I had a first grader in front of me crying because she didn't have enough money for lunch. Yes, I gave her lunch. I mean, she could have. It's not included in this story, so maybe you're right. I think there, there's absolutely no problem. She wants to sit well, there and buy everybody, buy everybody lunch. I mean, here's the line that confused me. Um, it is policy never to give out free food. That's all fine and dandy until you have little kids not on the free and reduced program and their account goes negative. Curry told the Denver Post this week, noting that she's paid for about 20 meals this past year. So she's done it in the past, but maybe this one. She maybe didn't this one do. she gave away. I don't. I don't know. Doesn't seem like a fireable offense if you do it one it, time. No, it I can understand no. saying afterwards, though. Look, hey, you don't know, do I that understand again. it sucks, you yeah. know, but we can't do that every time. We're, you know, we're gonna. And if you did give it away, pay for it. Yeah. And we're good. You know, right. you don't make it that big a deal, do no. you? To fire the person over I mean, that? I mean, come on. Well, maybe she ended up more, more than 20. I mean, at least 20. How is that okay with these liberal school districts that are firing people for doing something compassionate? Well, it sucks it, too because it's I, the food and nutrition services company that actually fired her, not the school. You know, okay. they, they subcontract out to the out to this company. So the company is a for-profit business. I mean, uh, you know, you can't be... And they usually do. They mm -hmm. usually have it. I was reading the story, and I know from uh, the way they did it in Florida a while ago is if you go in and, like, you have an account for your kids to eat lunch. And when your account goes empty, they say, your account's empty, and they give you your lunch, but they send a, a note with the students right, saying, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, which saying you know, hey, pay your account or you're not going to get a lunch. Yeah. And then what happens, and she says in the story here, what happens is if it happens four times, then you, the kid gets a cheese sandwich. Get out. Here's a cheese sandwich. That's all you're getting. You haven't paid the account. You're behind four dinners. You get a cheese sandwich. And she was mad about that, how she would, couldn't understand how her comment was, I will never understand how the best country in the world considers a cheese sandwich to be adequate nutrition for it. Oh, time. stop it. I will never understand how stop one of the it. richest countries in the world oh, cannot provide okay, lunch now for its me children. Completely around. Completely around. Not only <laughs> should she be fired, she should be put in prison. <laughs> prison. So. Yeah, don't give me that. I mean, yeah, look, if, if it's the wealthiest garbage. country in the world and you're Shut living up. in it, then pay for her freaking lunch. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If she wasn't on, by the way, a reduced or, uh, or free lunch program, right. meaning that her parents had money, she probably just mistakenly, uh, you know, hey, whoops. Uh, yeah, right? it happens. Um, and by the way, cheese sandwiches are freaking awesome. Yeah, I love uh, them. They're awesome. I, have, I mean, if you want to grill them up, they're the best thing in the world. But even a regular cheese sandwich is pretty freaking good. Yeah.
I mean, I, if you don't, it said here, uh, students who don't qualify for free or reduced cost meal plan receive a hamburger bun with a single slice of cheese and a small carton of milk. So if you hadn't paid yeah. your, if you hadn't paid your account, that's what you get. Yeah, you get, you get nothing the wrong basic. with that. It's gonna no. keep you full. It's not I'm sorry, I'll right accept nothing but pheasant under glass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I throw <laughs> this cheese sandwich glass. away. Where's my pheasant? I, you under have glass. totally turned me around. <laughs> Both of you have yeah. turned me around on this story. Me too. Yeah, me too. It's a company doing this. You know, it's not. It's not the the country that is it's like it's a company yeah it's a company trying yeah. to pay its employees by the way they're not gonna pay you anymore because you got fired i'm sorry and the greatest country on the world on the face of the earth is not utopia okay yes we are the greatest country on earth hmm. everything is not perfect just because we're the greatest country on the earth and an interesting point that's uh, maybe something to consider yeah is why yeah are we the greatest country on earth yeah are we the greatest country on earth because we adopted socialism and gave everything no. to everyone mm -hmm. no we are the greatest country on earth because we have people holding personal responsibility uh, that people are working hard to innovate that there's a profit motive that has helped uh, countries uh, th this country and companies in this country to be better than everyone else across the world so that's a big part of it the part big part of it is rule of law and things like that I, look i understand and sh I, do you get fired for this probably not i think maybe you, you know but you know my guess is judging by your attitude would not be surprised at all if you talked to someone who worked at the company maybe they've had other issues maybe just perhaps they've had this sort of thing happen over and over, over and over, over again and they're yeah. pissed off about it and look uh, you know you got to you have to respect your employer they have rules if you want to change the rules fight it at the government level uh take charitable donations to give them uh, believe me you sit out in front of a freaking grocery store for uh, a saturday afternoon and you say I, um, I, you put a sign up that says, I work at the lunch counter. Occasionally, there's kids who can't pay for their lunch. I'd like to pay for some of their lunches. You're going to get enough to pay for probably every single um, uh, you know, meal that a kid would need for a month mm -hmm. if you sat out there and spent some time. Uh, you, don't, you, don't just, you don't get to just make up your own rules. Uh, okay. Speaking of making up your own rules and, and doing things in school that are somewhat unusual, uh, this is a fun story. Uh, parents are upset. These... Uptight. I, 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 uptight. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, prov provincial people who just haven't joined us yet in the 21st. First of all, in the 20th century, let alone the 21st. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay? Uh, don't come to me with your Pollyanna attitudes. There is nothing wrong with a private school taking a dozen uh, middle school and high school students to an adult novelty store of course and having a little fun with some dildos and whatnot. Well, were, what, what's look, wrong with that? It was a tour. What's it wasn't a little fun. It was a tour. It was a tour. Of the, no, they had a little fun, too. You know. um, Gaia. This gives you every clue you need. <laughs> the name of the freaking school. Gaia Democratic School. Director uh, Starry Hedges took about a dozen students okay. to Smitten Kitten last week. Okay, and there's uh, there she is right there. Yeah, uh, from the on the um, free thinking forum. All right, that's mm -hmm. right. Uh, Hedges told the Star Tribune that she wanted to provide a safe environment for kids to learn about uh, human sexual behavior. Thank you. What better place than an adult novelty store? Yeah. Thank you. You know where you can find some French ticklers and. And other well, paraphernalia is just a lot their, of fun. No more lot of fun. Their, uh, their, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll give please. you a list of other things <laughs> no, than the I, French ticklers. I, don't, I think we should stop naming inventory. Besides this, this books, period. well, let me tell you this, Stu. <laughs> besides books, videos, and toys, 
The store also has some educational workshops about how to use it all. Oh, you have to have that. That's you got to have that because you don't want these. Uh, That's these a good way to make a little extra graders. cash for those shops too. You don't want seventh and eighth graders doing this wrong, right? When you when you sell them a valuable tool, nah, correct? Good, get much better. <laughs> you want them to know how to use it. Yes. And you want to be able to get the most out of your dollar for the batteries that you're using. Right. Here's what Starry said. <laughs> Here's what Starry of the Gaia Democratic School said. Uh, what I saw happening on our trip, I thought it was beautiful because kids could talk to these sex educators without any shame, without any yep. fear. Uh, she will not be taking any more students to the sex shop. It was certainly the first time we've taken that kind of field trip. It'd probably be our last, which I feel bad about because the kids had so much fun. See, mm. Of course they did. I will say this. Uh, if you're a parent, I would be out of my mind. And, and, and my you kid would not be in Gaia Democratic right. anymore. You send your kid to Gaia Democratic you School get what you, what you, with you, what you starry hedges yeah, heading on. it up. Sorry, this stuff's probably no happen. sympathy. I, I, I mean, obviously this is look. I mean, she should be if she wants to have a school. I mean, I assume this isn't uh, you know this is not the it's not public school. No, it's um, a private school. And it's like, well, look, you put your kid in that school. What are you getting? You're getting that. You're getting. You have a woman named yeah. Starry who runs it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I I don't know. Is there a legal restriction? I know because they like certainly the store would typically say 18 and older only. Is that a law? Like, well, it's, prob it's probably, probably not, a lot right. to sell it, right. sure, to purchase it. Right, but I, mean, I can't. Can I can't sell the French tickler to the. Right, but like you can't go. You you can't buy alcohol, but you also can't sit at the bar. There are sometimes rules like that if you're under 21. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I would assume. You know, uh, that I, I, there's certainly. You know, the store wouldn't typically allow children in, but maybe that's not a law. It's just a based thing. on the name of the school, Gaia Democratic. Which okay, you've got the uh, you've got the word for the worship of the earth, right? Gaia, the the goddess of the planet or whatever, and democratic, which is now code for socialist. And you put those two things together, and you send your kid to that school anyway. I'm 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 a little surprised that any of the parents were hacked off about it. I know. It. Yeah. Are you? If you would think, and then apparently a lot of them were. So, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. That's amazing. It's kind of a fun story. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More pens too coming up. They're in a new home too. Nice. The Gaia Democratic. The beautiful first Unitarian society. Oh wow. Nice. Mm -hmm. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. We have uh, the most common illegal job interview questions that you should watch out for if you're going on a job interview sometime soon. We broke a lot of these with Jeffy. Yeah, I, I'm, well, I'm we looking had to, at though. this. Yeah, mm. sorry, Jeffy. <coughs> we had to. Like, for example, how old are you? We ask you that every day. That is a question he will not answer, and by law, apparently, he's not required to. He didn't. Have, he doesn't have to answer it, although we should know it. This is the, I, I have a, a funny story about that. I took uh, I took my daughter to uh, the owner of this joint's daughter's birthday party, and we had to fill out some paperwork for the place that we were at. Mm -hmm. And the paperwork that says, "Just put your name down there and need your age and your." And my daughter's like, "My daddy's not going to fill that out." <laughs> <laughs> she now is helping you in your. My daddy's not going to fill that out, and the, the girl goes, "No, he has to." And I go, "No, he doesn't." <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't. I did not. Really? I did not. Why? You're so weird. I'm not doing it. It's, Why? You don't. Won't Why are you so sensitive about it? Yeah. 
Look, you're really old. Yeah. You should be proud. And everybody knows that's it. Why I'm, I'm, that's why I really am planning on having, I think, my 100th birthday party this year. Well, I mean, there was a lady who is now, what, 118? She's the oldest lady alive in, in the world right now. It's like, well, she thinks she is because Jeffy won't <laughs> release his age. Yeah. But I mean, in yeah. reality, she hasn't even achieved that because you're older. Yeah. I could set the record. Yeah. You're 207 now? Is it 207? <laughs> Something like that? Uh, okay, so how old are you is not a good idea. Neither is have you ever been arrested. Well, I thought you could ask that. If you're interviewing for a sensitive position where criminal history can be used... Well, if they're felonies, they care about felonies. Yeah, employers are allowed to ask if you've ever been convicted. Convicted. Uh, yeah. What they can't ask is if you've ever been arrested right. in general. So if you get arrested huh. and you're uh, off the hook in, right away, yeah. uh, you're fine. Which is interesting with things like uh, Greg Hardy's an example. Uh, he's on the Dallas Cowboys now. The guy... He got arrested. I guess he was technically convicted, but but this happens often in the in, in the NFL where someone will get arrested, uh, and then you know the case will get thrown out because the, the, the mm-hmm. witness doesn't want to testify or whatever reason, um, and then uh, they still get suspended. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could, it's only illegal when you're interviewing. It's not illegal like when you have the job. I don't know because you can get. I, don't I mean, know. Uh, who hasn't been arrested and sent to jail and then bailed out well, and then I, had I, the case thrown not. out? Two people no. in this show. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. By the if you way, have the case thrown out. Uh-huh. That's you haven't been convicted of anything. <laughs> well, that I, is I, true. I should point out, by the way, the two people on the show, Jeffy and myself, Pat, <laughs> uh, on the other hand, was arrested and was in jail. Remember, I that? wasn't actually arrested, <laughs> kind but of. I was well. put in jail. I was convicted <laughs> well, and put into jail. Wait a minute, how do you get into jail? You just walk. You just walk. Yeah, they in, just sent me a notice stumped. that oh, by the way, there's a trial now because you haven't paid your speeding ticket or. I know it was a parking ticket. There's a there's a trial now because you haven't played. You know, it's 21. Because you broke the law. And I broke. And I didn't. I didn't. I just. I was irresponsible, and I just blew it off, and I didn't want to pay it, and uh, then I forgot about it, and then all of a sudden a notice Bench showed up. And what By the that? way, we'd like you to show up for court, and if you don't, you will be arrested. Mm-hmm. So I showed up for court, and I didn't. I I really didn't know what the process was, but I showed up, and there was a pissed off judge. She was pissed off. And like, why don't you show up and pay your top five? You're fine. I was like, I, I don't know. I, it's a parking ticket, me. Your it's Honor. It's a parking ticket. So anyway, she threw the book at me. Why don't you put some Wait, new makeup what? on, Judge? Ooh, that would have went over good. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> Wait, so then, so the, the trial ends. She threw, uh-huh. she threw the book at you. Then mm-hmm. what happened? Then I went to jail. Yeah. So what's that? There's some process there, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not called technically arrested, but I mean, there's a there's no. a at that point you're just escorted to your cell. You were escorted to your cell. Like, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like you, like you decided to sleep there for a night because well, it seemed comfortable. You, right. The sentence was like 30 days or 45 days with, uh, with, uh, with with yeah with, with suspended sentence after 20 after 24 hours. Did you have mm-hmm. to pay your ticket after that? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. plus probably legal fees for the yeah. court. Uh, fine. Yeah. And yeah, so it turned out badly mm. for me. Mm. That was not a good idea. Um, how about how is your health? Now, again, this is a great thing because uh, this is mm. all questions. The first four, three questions are all questions the first three you'd ask Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how old are you? Have you been arrested? How is your health? Because yeah. you look like you're going to die at any time. Right. And you've, you're so riddled with I'm not disease. telling you, never convicted, none of your damn business. Okay. Yeah, but when you're obviously I start? riddled with disease. <laughs> when do I start? Yeah, I mean, we know there's, as we've said, there's a civil war going on where some diseases are killing off the other diseases in your body. So you're still somehow found that equilibrium mm. where you're still alive, even though no medical doctor could explain it. Uh, but so how is your health? Apparently not, not okay. No, neither is. Uh, do you like to drink socially? Whether you're a recovering alcoholic or not, they're not supposed to ask. And if you choose to answer and say no, they can't discriminate against you. 
any questions regarding whether you drink or even smoke cigarettes are off limits. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because you should you should be able to know. I remember uh, at first when they started doing the Clean Air Acts, um, and radio was I think one of the first to jump on that, and it was great. I was happy for it because then I didn't Wasn't have to put though? up with the smoke in the Wasn't studio. It though? Yeah, it was. It was. Great. So the smokers, the ones who were really addicted to smoking, would leave while they're on the air, go out of the building because they had to. And start smoking outside while, yeah. you know, their job is inside. Kind of affects the job performance. Because you shouldn't be outside when the song is ending and you should be there. Well, you should let us smoke them. Right, right. No. <laughs> no. So, a radio station, I think, should have been able to ask, well, excuse me, are you, do you smoke because if you have to go outside every five minutes or every hour, a couple of times an hour... No. I, I I would agree with you. I think you yeah, should I, absolutely. That affects job performance. Yeah. It yeah, does. It does. I mean, uh, Jeffy, you go out and smoke. Uh, you, are, are you smoking now at this point? What's your situation? Not really. You're not really smoking. That's a, I don't, I don't, I that's a typical Jeffy. I barely smoke at all. Jeffy question. Barely answer to your question. Barely smoke at all. Not really. Um, but Which you used to, yes. in the, long in the past, in this crazy world, you used to go outside all the time and bring I, up the show. And you'd smoke three, four packs. Uh, and, you know, uh, it's interesting, though, because you now you have a job in which, you know, you, the show ends. You go out, you do what you need to do. You come back in, you do whatever other work you do here, which is inexplicable. Um, but, you know, if you're at an office job where, like, you're answering phone calls, like, you can't take a smoke break every five minutes. And if you're going to take a smoke break every five minutes, I'm not going to hire you. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I, that's totally reasonable to me. Yeah. Totally, uh, maybe it's just us. Yeah. Uh, and number five. Another question we ask Jeffy all the time. Jeez, these are all Jeffy questions, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't ask Jeffy this question because I would not use in the past. Uh, I would just say, are you using drugs right now? But the question is, have you ever used drugs in the past? I mean, that's a question that. so obvious it's stupid to even I ask I wouldn't him. ask it. I would no. just be like, I know you've done drugs. Are you on drugs right now? How mm -hmm. many drugs are you on I, Well, first of all, moment? I am not on any illegal drugs right now. <laughs> How many legal drugs that you obtained illegally? You can't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, before we uh, take the break here, because um, we want to do this thing. Uh, you 2 was uh, on the Jimmy Fallon show, and they went and they just played in a subway. We need to this do that. This is such a cool thing. Yeah, We're gonna do, we'll do that next break. But before we uh, let go to break, we'll take uh, an example of uh, CNN. They're, I guess they have their 35th anniversary. Uh, they've been around for wow, 35, 35 years. years. And they put together a, uh, a blooper reel of all the stuff that's happened. Uh, watch tougher sanctions to increase the pressure if necessary you know you can get into it you know what i'm saying <laughs> russian police believe russian police believe chechen rebels <laughs> <laughs> grab the drama mean everyone so they oh ali are you okay <laughs> i'm back okay are you happy please stand me on Welcome back. Uh, we're going to ad-lib the... Uh, did I just say that? <laughs> I was being told by my producer to ad-lib. There are think words and there are say words, Rick. It's delivered with a remote control. Wow, you did that more than once. Yeah. Oh! Let's get right to Lola's. Woo! Thank you. Oh, well, uh, recovering... We're back. We're back on This American Morning, Thursday, the 13th of March. And more breaking news to tell you about. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, John. Yeah. I hope that's just <laughs> euthanized, yes or no? Yeah. Well, I would think anesthetized. 
You mean killed? No, anesthetized, euthanized would be killed. Oh, okay, you're right. I know who likes chocolate. Our Zane Virgie loves chocolate. One of our main kids. Oh, nice melons behind you there. Nice melons behind you there. So great. <laughs> that's those are classic. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I haven't seen most those of are, those. Those are fun. I didn't either. The Rick, uh, what was his last name? Sanchez. Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Where he said ad lib. He actually... He went further than that on another he goes, occasion. ad lib, tease, that's what I'm going to do now. I'm not supposed to say that. Yeah. He, I, that's what I've always heard. So that was another example. Multiple times. Wow. Multiple times. <laughs> Oops. A, a couple from Karen Chetri in there who was... I haven't seen her in a while. Where I don't know. I the last time okay. I saw anything about her, she was doing uh, some infomercial. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, I liked her, too. And I, she I was like on Fox her. for a while. Yeah, and really good. CNN? She, I, thought, I always thought she was going to be the next uh, Fox and Friends host, hmm. and so did she. And so when she wasn't, she left, went to CNN, and apparently that didn't work out. And so now she's doing Can we do Where in the World Is? Check uh, me on that one? Yeah, let's do that. And we'll take a break. Come back on the other okay. side with that and uh, YouTube. Coming up. Coming up. YouTube. Yay! I like that. We just teased that. Like, uh, on the show next, YouTube. So it like, seems like we're interviewing them or something. Yeah, you two's coming up. We got them on the show today. They're going to perform next. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu and uh, Jimmy Fallon doing all these really. He does some cool bits. <laughs> yeah, I, I we were talking about this the other day when we first saw the video, and we haven't gotten it to, uh, gotten to it until now. Guy's been so innovative since he came on the scene and, and took over for for uh, Jay Leno, which I never expected him to maintain or even get near Jay Leno's ratings. Yeah, we'll say he like, got to them and exceeded them. Like you said earlier in the program, that you think you were wrong about the Patriot Act, I was wrong about Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, so was I. I. Mean, also, probably so the Patriot I. Act, but the, but the yeah. you know on the, on the Jimmy Fallon thing, I was a skeptic. I yeah, you're not going to be able to get to those ratings. Like, okay, it's so crazy. He's going to be a flash in the pan, and they go, no, he's he's Keeps going. He owns it. Yeah, he owns it. Look at this latest thing what, that he did with you two in the subway. You guys like we here? Support your local artists. Some New Yorkers here. Why don't you come over? So they're disguised as subway performers. You guys want to support your local artists? Great bit. They singing their own songs. Yeah. And everybody just walking by, not even paying attention. I feel like I would have recognized Bono, though. I think so, too. I mean, it might not be his best vocal performance, but it's close enough that you it is close get enough. your attention, right? Yeah, you would have said, well, that guy kind of really sounds like as you're walking by. Yeah. So yeah, you two. That's great. So you two is performing as somebody else, just street performers. Most people not even paying attention, just walking by. They got a U2 concert going there, not even noticing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Jimmy Fallon, after a while, walks up and reveals who they are. Oh, he's not working, not working this way, you guys. Not working, no, no, no. Plan B, plan B, plan B, everybody. Now they take off their disguise. (laughs) 
they're gathering the crowd. Really great stuff. I mean, just to get you two to do, do that how? for you, like, how do you get that how? done? But uh, he keeps doing it. I, I, I thought it was going to be one of those things where he, the first two weeks he had a lot of great bits, and then people no longer are going to do. That's what I, I thought. Every freaking week, there's a new one of these videos. It's, yeah. It really is impressive. And he'll get, you know, eight, ten, sixteen million views of these things. Yeah. It's yeah. really astonishing what he's been able to accomplish. And I, th I think it's one of the reasons that Letterman retired when he did. Because he said in that article we talked about a while ago, um, I, I, I just I can't do what Fallon and, and Kimmel are doing. Just admit it. I can't do what they're doing. He said the names, too? Yeah. yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. That's kind of sad. It, I mean, it was a, it was a startlingly a honest interview. That yeah, he did. it was. You'd think that he'd he said, be we've been phoning least... it in for years. We can't get it back, and I can't do what they do. Yeah. So it's a good time to go. I gotta read that. Interview. Yeah, you should. I really uh, do. You have uh, that? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Because you think you'd be at least be able to sit in with Karen Chetri at the Nutribullet <laughs> infomercial? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Nutribullet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not even the good one of those. Isn't the ninja the Nutri it's Ninja the is the way, ninja. way to go? And there's a couple different bullets. <laughs> there are. <laughs> All right. Good we'll point. see you tomorrow. Thank you. Right. You cool. Let's just get off the air. <laughs>